We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you and for a limited time with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 and older, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com, ends 615.24, void where prohibited. everyone. Welcome to Sophia with an F. Um, Before we jump into the episode, because I have kind of the most special guest I've ever had on since the inception of the show, subscribe, rate, review, and more importantly, share the episode with your friends. And more importantly, Paliza, P-U-L-E-E-Z-A-H, Paliza, <laughs> repost this episode to your story. I'm going to be stalking all y'all. Okay, without further ado, I'm joined by my own flesh and blood, my brother, Lucas Franklin. Hi, Lucas. The one and only. The one and only Lucas. So, Lucas, this is your first time ever coming on the show. I know. I'm glad to be here. Great. It was a real hike from where you sleep at night to get to the studio, right? Longest one of the day. (laughs) Guys, my studio is currently my mom's basement and Lucas and I live upstairs. So we literally just had to walk down the stairs. But Lucas, let's give people like a little bit of an intro. So you are how old? I am just turned 18 in August. Ooh, you shouldn't have... mm. Anytime I've ever posted something with you, I have made it very clear that you were 17. (laughs) Now, when I post shit with you and I say that you're 18, do you have more bitches sliding through? I honestly, like, don't fucking get any, like... Bullshit! (laughs) He is fucking lying! (laughs) Guys, okay, let me... Hold on. Before we get into, like, bitches sliding into your DMs that are, like, sleuths or my listeners or whatever, let's back up. So, Lucas, you're 18... We have always been really, really close growing up. We are 11 years apart. That's a huge age gap. Sometimes I feel like your sister, I mean, now that you're older, I feel way more like your sister, but I was really split between feeling like your sister and your mom. 
Yeah, definitely. I feel like we're still super close, though. Yeah, definitely. I think way closer than most siblings are, honestly. Yeah, I I feel like we tell each other. Well, everyone's about to find out. There's nothing off limits. Like, we tell each other anything and everything. But let me just tell you a little something, Lucas. When I found out mom was pregnant with you, so what, I was 11 or 12, I was fucking furious. Yeah, I've I've heard that Furious. I was like, abort mission now. Just kidding. I had no idea what an abortion was back then. Because I was an only child until I was that age. Right. So I was like, why the fuck is there another human being coming to like steal the show from me? Yeah. Sure is devastating. (laughs) Dude, it was devastating. And then let me just give you a little more info. When you were born, I don't know who thought it was okay at that fucking hospital at that moment to bring me into the operating room within seconds of you coming out of mom's vagina. Wow. Dude, I walked in and mom was like spread eagle, vagina out, blood (laughs) everywhere, whatever comes out when you have a baby. Like they had me walk in on that and I was horrified. And then you were fucked up. Remember your head was fucked up. What? Lucas, remember, dude, you had like a horn and everyone was freaking out. Everyone at the hospital was freaking the fuck out because mom broke her pelvic bone and her pelvic bone was like pushing on your forehead when you were coming out. And so you came out with like this fucking unicorn horn, like rhinoceros horn. Oh, on like your head. a goosebump or some shit? Dude, it was more than a goosebump. And I remember mom was freaking out and we thought it was just like you were born with like a horn. <laughs> <laughs> it was fu- Jesus Christ, you put me through a lot, Lucas. I can only imagine what I put you through though. I kind of want to talk serious for one minute because I think this is important. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready to get deep in your feels? I'm ready. So I can be that deep. Okay. But so I grew up without a dad, right? Right. My biological dad was like out of the picture. And then when I was six years old, my mom married someone and he adopted me. Right. Your dad, Mark. Of course. I consider him my dad. Do you know why he adopted me? Mom pushed for it so fucking hard. Do you know why? Why? Because she wanted us to have the same last name. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. You didn't know that? I didn't. She's never said that to me. Really? Mm, That's fucked up. I literally had an epiphany. I didn't even know that you were my half-sibling for like the longest time. Really? Yeah, I didn't know until I was like 15. Shut the fuck up. Well, I knew, but like I didn't like You didn't like grasp it right regardless like who gives a fuck who gives a fuck it doesn't feel that way like you're my brother bottom line but it's just so weird the conversations that people like dive into because then they'll be like where are you from and i'll say oh my dad's from new zealand right and they'll say oh really like tell us more about that and then they'll be like So you've never been to New Zealand, like you have nothing to do with it. And then I have to be like, well, my biological father is from Spain. And then they go, your dad is not your dad. And it's like, what? Yes, he fucking is. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I feel like once you like build that bond with someone, it doesn't even matter like what label you put on it. No. I just fucking hate the, 
oh, so you have different dads then. Or, oh, you know, you guys look different. Has anyone ever asked you, like, how it works? Like, I, I got that question once and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How it works? Sophia's my half-sister. Oh, like, so how does that work? What the fuck? What? It works the same way a brother and sister would? I have a bunch, actually. You do? Yeah, I have three brothers. Three well, stepbrothers. Are they technically mine, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. They are, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Well, I mean, now that you're talking about step-siblings, I have half-brother-sister-siblings. You know that, right? Oh. My biological dad in Spain has kids. Wait, really? How insane is that? Do you still talk to him at all? No. No? No. By the way, guys, I, my biological dad, I don't know how much I've, like, dove into it, but met him twice. He never talked to me again. That was it. Wow. That's wild. Is that daddy issues? Maybe. Is that, is that the reason I'm the way I am? There's probably a lot of reasons. No, but that's wild. Like, I have half brothers or sisters running around. Right. Should we roll up? Should we roll Should up? Should we go to Spain <laughs> and look at him? Joaquin. <laughs> Joaquin. <laughs> What's his last name? Ivanez. Ivanez. <laughs> Dude. I tried looking him up on Facebook one time. Do you know how many Joaquin Ibanez people there are in the world? Oh, I'm sure there's so fucking many. Fucking millions. <laughs> I could not fucking find him. I mean, I really wanted to reach out. I could talk to him, but like, I don't really want to. I just wanted to like look at pics of him. Right. I feel like he would reach out to you now that you're like famous. Yeah. Well, I'm not famous. I'm sure I'll hear about you eventually. And be like, okay, I want a piece He's of that. in fucking Spain. That's true. And if he tried to talk to me because I have a fucking podcast, I would block his number. Yeah. Bye. Can we please plan a trip to Spain? Oh my God, yes. And go to Pamplona where he right. lives. Figure out where he lives. Roll up. I just want to like see, like, do he look like me? Maybe you can roll by in like a little like a ski mask. <laughs> Drive like, by. Where the fuck is Joaquin? <laughs> I didn't meet Joaquin, my biological dad, till I was 13, 14. Uh And we had dinner, me, him, mom. And he was like doing shit that I do. Oh, really? Yes. Mannerism, certain things he was doing was fucking a mind fuck. I know people always get like upset about them turning into their parents, but like you and mom... You're kind of the fucking same person. You guys have the same morals, kind of. Like, you're both very Uh, polite. Wait, actually, that's true. Yeah, and you're both, like, classy and, Mm -hmm. like, obviously gorgeous. Like, come on. Thank you. (laughs) So are you, though. Thank you. You got that from mom and dad. Yeah, dad not so much, probably. Well, look in the mirror. Do you look more like mom or dad? What do you think? Fuck. I want to say dad, kind of. Really? But maybe that's just, like, me wanting to say that. Because you love him. He's yeah, your dad. I'm a daddy's boy. You are a daddy's boy. Yeah. But, like, now I'm kind of, like, a mommy's boy. It changed? It flipped? Yeah. Because, like, mom, I feel like you can't really share, like, emotions with guys, like, as well. As I'm getting older and, like, going through all this shit. Uh-huh. I mean, not all this shit. The shit. Uh-huh. That everyone goes through. I find it hard to, like, really open up to my dad. Right. Yeah. And it's not even, like, I fucking... 
Like he couldn't do anything to like change that. Mm-hmm. It's just almost like a psychological thing. Is it just being a man? Yeah. Or is it, or is it the culture though? Yeah. Because mom, we grew up in a culture where from the get go, we talk about everything. Oh my God, everything. Nothing is off limit. I love our family so much. So much. Yeah. Do you have more fun on mom's side or dad's side? Dad's side is fun just because there's like a lot of little kids. And I, like, haven't had experience with that. Like, little kids? Eight and, like, ten. That's so cute. Yeah. You're going to be such a good dad. Oh, thank you. But mom's side is, of course, like, one of a kind. Uh, One of a kind. It's always interesting. Some shit, I swear to God, always is going down. Christmas Eve, when the whole family gets together... An aunt is flashing their vagina to my boyfriend. Oh, my. The other aunt is on fucking painkillers, sweating, drinking so much. Holy shit. Grandma and grandpa are LDS Mormon, (laughs) so they don't want to see that shit. The uncles are constantly fighting. But... So much fun. Nice to watch from afar. It is. Yeah. But like, I don't mind it. I have fun in that. I love we just talk shit on our family for, you know, the last five minutes. And what I'm going to say is I wouldn't have it any other way. And I love them. Yeah, I love them too. They're, They're the best. They're amazing. All right. That was a little too deep. Let's get into some actual funny, crazy, not feeling-y shit. Etsy, there truly is no better gift than the present, which is something I would normally say when I was a terrible daughter and forgot to get my mom a gift on Mother's Day or her birthday. But trust, those days are well behind me and I actually get complimented all the time on my gift giving skills and not because I'm an adult with my priorities and shit together, but because of Etsy's gift mode. Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect gift for everyone in your life and for every occasion. Like for my friend's birthday that just recently passed, I found the cutest set of wine glasses from a small business and they were even able to personalize them. So freaking cute, a win for me because I supported a small business and a win for my gift giving reputation. There really is something for everyone on Etsy from the photographer in your life to the wine enthusiast. I'm telling you, you will find something they love. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. 
So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. What is it like being my younger brother, just in the sense of like, you know, what I do for a living and like have a very explicit life? Um, I think it was a little, I feel like it was weirder for everyone else, honestly. Really? Like, I feel like mom and, like, grandma and grandpa took it, like, way deeper. For me, it was just, like, fuck. Like, I'm, I always knew Sophia was going to be, like, successful. <gasps> oh, wait. I fucking love that. See, everyone? We knew. It was, <laughs> it was destined to happen. But, yeah, so it was difficult, I remember, for the family. Um, do your friends ever say, like, oh, damn, like, Lucas's sister, she's a slut. Or, like, your sister's a slut, bro. No, not at all. No? It's more just like, damn, bro, like your sister's hot as fuck. Were any of your friends ever not allowed to hang out with you because they like knew about my shit or no? No, I think I've, I was too old when like you started doing this shit. Swear it like didn't really matter. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you wouldn't be allowed to hang out for other reasons. Like we weren't LDS. It was like, that was like the biggest one. I wasn't Mormon. I was kind of like a fucking outcast growing up. Wait, right? Yeah, definitely. You weren't invited to certain parties and yes, shit? Yes, all the time. That's, what, did that like affect you or not really? Oh, fuck yeah, it did. Really? Absolutely. Because I was like, unlike you, I was a fucking like nerd. I was like some little chubby ass fat kid. Who, like, Stop. You were not. You were just, you, you just had like a little, you were maybe just a little more curvaceous, chunky. I honestly don't fucking remember. But whatever, that, I I didn't have to deal with like the Mormon LDS outcast shit as much because I went to a private Catholic school. That's true. Yeah. My whole life. Right. So you probably had to deal with it way more. Mine was like the fucking capital of Mormons by high school. Dude, how do you think that influenced you? It just made you feel kind of... I was just a, like an outcast. There was, I had like... A select few friends. Like, none of my friends going up were Mormon. Like, I could... I had to be friends with, like, the fucking <sighs> Protestants. Like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever else there was left. That's really sad. Kind of funny, but mostly sad. Um, Guys, if you're LDS and Mormon, it's called inclusivity. I think that's a Utah culture Mormon thing, though, too. But we're not talking about that. Let's move on. So you're going to college right now. Yeah, so I'm going to the U. Mm -hmm. I'm just about to finish my first semester of college. Did you join a frat? I did not. <laughs> oh, let me tell you a little something about the frats here in Utah. Bunch of goddamn white guys drinking a lot of goddamn Bud Light and talking just like the stereotypes. Okay, hold on. Lucas, like, no, you did rush for one and then you decided not to join it, right? I lasted like 15 minutes. The rush is like two hours. I just, not me. You walked out? Oh, yeah, I walked out. Wait, Lucas, what's the story of how they had you fill out that sheet of paper? Oh. <laughs> how you filled it out? The application? Yeah, so start from beginning to end. Walk okay. us through it. 
So just like the basic stuff, your name, blah, 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 you're like bullshit. And then it was like, it asked you like personality questions. Like, what are you good at? Like, what do your friends like say about you? Like all this sort of shit. Uh-huh. And it was like, what's your GPA as well? Oh, okay. And like, like who the fuck, like who do they have like checking back there? They have like a chairman, like, in, right. at, like fuck. I was like, I have a 4-0. I fucking, like, <laughs> I just transferred here like from Stanford. Like I'm friends with like a bunch of the guys in Sigma Chi and they like all talked about it after and like apparently it was funny. They thought it was funny that you were like bullshitting on the application. Yeah. And I was like, I like tried to be like the like typical frat guy. They're like, what are some like your talents? And I was like, oh, like I can like fucking (laughs) chug like three beers in like 30 seconds. Like I was just completely bullshitting. Right, 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 right. Okay, so you like put in the application, you like bullshitted the whole thing and then they came up to you after class, right? And then what'd they say? They were like, Whoa, like, dude, everyone was talking about, like, your application, bro. Like, what? Like, what did you put on there? Like, they were all talking about— Because I, like, apparently I said, like, I have, like, a big-ass dick. (laughs) They thought it was hilarious or they thought it was so inappropriate? They loved it. Oh, they loved it? Yeah. Okay. God damn. Well, for anyone, I guess, trying to get into a frat or sorority fucking bullshit on your application. Bullshit. Don't do that in real life. <laughs> don't do that if you're trying to get a job. Lucas, you know better than to do that if you're trying to get a real job, right? Yes, okay. of course. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Lucas, you have just gotten so... I just can't believe like you're 18. And I think that what we should talk about is kind of your coming of age story with the ladies. <laughs> Do you have a girlfriend right now? No, no girlfriend right now. Okay. Is there a girl that's going to be pissed that you just said that? I hope not. <laughs> Let me just say this. You guys can't see him. You can just hear his voice. Lucas is a very, very, very attractive young man. I'm going to give him that. You're a very good looking kid. Sure. Okay. So... You guys, think about what I look like. Okay, think about what my brother would look like. Thank you. I'm still hotter, though. Yeah. There's like a contest. I guess. Hotter, funnier, smarter, upper, just upper echelon everything out of the two of us. Okay. But I have a few years on you. So every single time I post Lucas on my story or on any of my social media, girls go fucking wild. Bullshit. What do you mean bullshit, Lucas? I get all of these DMs. So do you. You showed me. You're like, damn, look at this girl. She said this. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Okay. So why are you calling bullshit? Guys, this is a message that was sent to me and I want to read it out loud. And Lucas has no clue what it says, but I'm going to read it right now on air for you. This girl wrote in, please don't be repulsed, but I think Lucas is the cutest guy ever. He added me back on Snapchat, but I didn't Snapchat him. He deleted me by the (laughs) end of the day. LMFAO. Can you please hook a girl up? I'm 21 and I know he's a bit younger, but like, fuck it. Am I being weird? I swear this is not me trying to weasel my way to you. I seriously just want to hang out with him. I could see myself laughing for hours. Help. All right. Why did you delete her by the end of the day on Snapchat? Give us the rules. What are the Snapchat rules? Okay. So I probably have like 
I don't know, maybe like 20 like requests on Snapchat. Okay. So I'd be my friend like occasionally. <laughs> like I'm not going to lie. If it's a dude, obviously I'm not adding him back. So she didn't send you a pussy shot or a tit shot or an ass shot or a selfie like quick enough. So then you like deleted her. <laughs> no, is that wait. what it is? No, it's not even like that. It's not it's like, like that? So you added her back on Snapchat, but she didn't Snapchat you. So then you just fucking got rid of her. She didn't Snapchat me. And I bet you she had some like weird ass like fucking basic shit on her story. And I'm Ooh. like, I ain't fucking with all of that. So why would I waste my time? What would be considered basic ass shit on her story? Like, I really don't care that, like, you went to, like, a fucking pizza place and got, like, a $6 <laughs> slice and, like, with like with your dad or some shit. Like, so, so every story that I've ever posted on my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, what do, you, what do you want? So what? You, she needs to be showing her face or her body. Bitches just need to be not so corny with it. Okay. Like, I understand if you're, like, an influencer, like, you have to put that shit out. Oh, gotcha. But if, like, you're just, like, fucking some chick who goes, like, high school, like, I do not care. (laughs) I do not give a fuck, like, what your day-to-day life is. Dude, you're a little bit cutthroat, and I like it. You have standards, (laughs) and you know what you want. I fucking love that. What kind of girls do you like? That's a tough one. I love them all. Okay, you love them all. I I appreciate that. There's got to be a preference somewhere there. Okay. I tend to go for brunettes. Okay. That makes sense. Honestly, probably because you and my mom are brunettes. Like, weirdly. No, I think that's, like, totally makes sense. Yeah. You know what? I think most men go for brunettes except athletes and country singers. Yeah. I swear to God. Absolutely. That's, like, a little theory I have. But anyways, that's, like, when you're older. So, brunettes... You like them skinny? You like them curvy? What do you like? It depends. They just got to rock it. Okay. Like, I don't fucking... You don't care either way. I do care to an extent. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, it's just like preference. If they're like, just like the go in every aspect, but like there's something a little off with their body. Okay. Like, fuck it. Fuck it's it. fine. Oh, wait. I love that. So it's just like their confidence. Right. Really. Yeah. That's damn. Did someone, did you like talk to someone before you came into this interview, like public relations? Cause you're answering <laughs> these very well, a little too well. I thought you were going to come on here and be like the fat ass and like, <laughs> da, 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 but you didn't. I'm really proud of you, Lucas. I keep it modest. See, for women listening, like, no, like men don't expect you to have a perfect fucking body and no one has a perfect body. And you just heard it from Lucas. You heard it here first. Ladies, you can't be crusty, but he's not expecting perfection. And then you can (laughs) slide on into his DMs. All right. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I would say that men listening. Yeah, I'm in a relationship. But like if you are not ugly and you have a lot of money, you can absolutely hit me up. Neither of us want crusty. No, no crust. Above average. And I think that that's fair. All right. So you have a really easy time with the women. Was it always like that? Were you always like the cool, like good looking, funny kid? Absolutely not. No? Fuck no. When did that, when did it happen? I was a year younger than everyone in my grade. Cause like, I don't know. Yeah, mom put us in school early. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, like, I feel like that put me at a disadvantage with the girls, honestly. Oh. But, like, I've always been able to talk to them. Because, like, again, I was raised by, like, you and mom. Right. Right, but, right, like, right. In, like, eighth grade and shit, like, I would, you remember, like, I would only have, like, girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never hang out with dudes. I don't remember that, but that's fascinating. Oh, yeah. So, you didn't have a bunch of, like, bro friends. It was uh-uh. mostly girls. I had just, like, one. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, that was eighth grade. And then what? And then about, like, I'd say probably, like, midway through junior year, Mm -hmm. I started getting my game up. You know, like, I started getting, like, exposed (laughs) to that world. Yes. And then, what do you know, I finally got my first girlfriend. In junior year of high school? Junior year of high school. That's how long it took. Wow. Did you lose your virginity? Yes. Junior year. Okay, how old were you, and can you tell us about it? I want to say... I want to say I was 16. Okay, I was 17 when I lost mine. Yeah. Wait, I could have been 17, actually. Okay. I'd have to check. Around there, roughly. Around there. Okay. Yeah. How did it go down? Very different for a girl to lose her virginity than for a dude. And to be honest, I don't know who I lost it to, which is really fucked up. Really? Not in that way. Like, I know, like, the two guys, but, like, the first the time, like— The two guys? <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Not like that. Like, no, I hooked up with this dude and I just don't know if I count it. But okay, tell us about how you lost your virginity. Okay. I think it was the night I asked her to be my girlfriend. We went back to her house. You know, (laughs) at the time, she like usually had this couch that we would sit on in her basement. Okay. But she like got like a mattress for some reason. Damn. And like, if that didn't send me a goddamn message, like, what the fuck else would you like from me? So she initiated it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So you weren't even thinking, like, oh, it's time to lose my virginity or anything. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Also, and by that point, I hadn't done like anything. Okay. Like, I think I had fingered a chick like once. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Also, let's just point out, like, Lucas and I grew up in. Salt Lake City, Utah, where like all of our friends and well, not mine, but a lot of your friends are Mormon and they're not having sex, right? Oh, uh-uh. Okay, so this girl like knew what she wanted. I, I there, guess there's so. a mattress on the floor. Yeah, right. Okay, so you guys get in bed and she starts kind of like maneuvering pansy. Well, we started watching a movie, obviously, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. It just started with like she like hopped on top of me. Then, like, the whole grinding thing happened. And then, like, before I fucking knew it. Okay. I was just in there. So, it was, like, dry humping and then you were, like, just, like, having sex with her. Yeah, pretty much. There was no, like, oral, like, none of that. No, like, not even, like, a fucking hand job. Because, like, she was a virgin as well. Oh, she was? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're making it sound like there's, like, some older, like, chick who, like, knew, like, what she was, like, doing. So, you no, guys were I just both have that virgins. effect on women. <laughs> that their panties drop? Okay. <laughs> Panty dropper. So, um, did you use a condom? No. And it was fucking awful. I didn't know that story. You never told me that one. Really? Mm-mm. So, did you guys have sex after that? Oh, yeah. Like, all the time. Like, multiple times. Well, I think we dated for, like, maybe, like, three months or two months after that. Uh-huh. And, like, once once we had sex once, like, it was just, like, fucking every time we hung out. Okay. Like, it was just— I bet. Yeah, two youngins going right. at it. Yeah, my virginity story, uh, nowhere near as cute as your story at all. Like, you lost it to another virgin. I think that's so cute. 
Was she obsessed with you for a while after? Oh, fucking obsessed. Because you know that's what they say. If you take a girl's virginity, they end up being obsessed with you. Yeah, definitely. The stereotype's true. Really? Yeah, fuck yeah, Okay, well, ladies, be careful who you, you know, gave your virginity up to. I mean, not in my case. Well, I was kind of obsessed with him. The guy, I think, that took it. (laughs) But he is no longer straight, so there would never be a chance for us. How long did it take you to tell mom and dad about it? Did you lie to them about it? I kind of did, like, the opposite. Do you remember when I told you that I lost my virginity? I told you guys that I lost it to this girl when I really didn't. Oh. Because, like, you know, I'm like, You were trying to be cool? cool. Oh, so you lied about it. Yeah, I lied about it. So what? You were like going through school, like high-fiving people. Like, yeah, like I fucking lost my virginity, (laughs) but you didn't. No, I was kind of a pussy in school, but I would tell you and mom about it. I was like, oh yeah, like I totally like had sex. And you didn't? Uh -uh, (laughs) Uh-uh. Wow. What a little sneaky bit. I was a little fucking liar. I won't lie. Because what? You were just lying just like for fun? Just to be cool. Just to be cool. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine the amount of lies I've said to seem cool, but losing my virginity, not one of them. I lied to mom and dad about that for at least a full year. Oh, I'm sure you did because you're a girl and I'm a guy. So it's like the... Is it different? The double standard? Definitely. Well, for girls, they're like, you better like get on birth control. Right. You know, because we can get pregnant. But I lied about it for a while. Did you? You probably had to, huh? They were strict as fuck with you. They were. But I think mom like walked in on me like not actually having sex, like doing something. And then like I couldn't like lie about it. Did mom ever walk in on you being like sneaky? And by sneaky, I mean sexual with someone. No. Never? Dad did though. Oh, he did? Mm. Like mid-sex? Mid-sex. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a fucking, that was a horrific story. It was like the same girl who I lost my virginity to. Mm-hmm. And we were in my bed. And luckily, we weren't doing like a fucking pretty obvious like position. Like we weren't fucking like doggy or some right. shit. It was just right. like the basic missionary mm, that's under good. the blanket. So I was oh. like, fine. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say something crazy. Yeah. What do you do when you open the door? He was just like, oh, shit. No, he opened the door and like <laughs> I like flopped down to like try and seem like I was laying on her. <laughs> and like… I think he kind of fucking bought it, actually. And I don't know if I ever told him. Really? Yeah, what actually went down. Damn. I mean, yeah. Mine was when I got caught. I got caught, like, actually a few times. But never, like, mid-sex. Just, like, we weren't at the sex part. Maybe just, like, a finger or something. And I would just hurry and, like, pretend it wasn't happening. I have walked in on mom and dad, though. Actually, I haven't walked in. I just remember being little and being scared. And I was like, are you guys wrestling? That's fine. <laughs> we don't need to fucking talk about that. That's fucking disgusting. Um, Was the girl you lost it to older or younger than you? She was, I think she was a little older than me. Not by much, though. Maybe, like, a couple months. Dude, are you, like, into older girls or are older girls into you? I think you're always dating girls that are older. I guess I just, like, attract, like, a fucking older female. But also, I'm, like, way into, like, not even, like, older chicks. Okay, this might sound a little weird. MILFs. Okay. Like, my fucking dream is is to bag, like, a fucking 30-year-old. Dude, I'm pretty sure that's every young dude's dream is the MILF. Every single dude. I talk to dudes that are even 24, 25, and they're like, dude, the MILF porn, like, that's it. So that's your dream. But I'm, like, I'm into MILFs, but I'm not, like, into that 
porn scene. Okay. The MILF porn's kind of like fucking weird as fuck. I mean, all porn kind of in a way is weird as fuck if you think about it. But do I watch it from time to time? Absolutely. So how old would you go? I mean, yeah, you would like bang a 30-year-old, whatever. But what, like, how old would you date? Date? Mm-hmm. Maybe like, I'd say like only like two or three years older than me. Okay. Once you get past that, I'm sure it gets a little weird. I was just always the girl who was dating older dudes. Do you consider yourself a slew? Let me ask you that one. So not like a supporter mm. of the... Yes, well, obviously— of course I'm a slew. Obviously you're a slew. Yeah. Oh, but are you, like, a slut, do you think? A little? I don't know. Once the liquor gets in me, it's, like, pretty fucking hard (laughs) to not be a slut. Dude, mom is going to hear this and freak the fuck out and be like, why? What is wrong with you guys? (laughs) Mom, he didn't mean that. When he's 21, he'll drink alcohol. All right, Lucas, I love you so much. I am going to move on to the second best part of this episode. But before we do, Lucas, do you want to plug your shit? Like, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram. Okay, what's your screen name? Lucas, L U C A S dot F R A N K L Y N, spelled the same way as Franklin by (laughs) Sophia. One at the end of all that. The number one. The number one. So Lucas, period, Franklin, and the number one. Yes. Damn. All right. Well, Lucas, I can't wait to have you back. I love you. Bye. Thank you. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. SOS, save our sleuths. I'm ready to give my best advice. We are flying so low, ladies and gentlemen. So, I mean, if I say something wrong, there is really no one to blame but me, which is a little bit scary. Okay, starting with kind of my favorite question ever. Hi, Sophia. I need help ASAP. I work at a country club and we have to work every holiday except Thanksgiving and Christmas. They are making it mandatory to work this New Year's Eve party until 3 a.m. What excuse should I use to get out of it? I have used pink eye, throwing up, and being sick before. I work six days out of the week and need to black out. What's a believable excuse to come up with this time, XOXO? Oh, baby girl. Oh, my God. I remember those days. Uh, LOL, like I still don't lie and come up with excuses for people, but I am my own boss, but I will still have to lie to certain individuals. However, I remember 
working in the service industry and having like those types of hours, it fucking blows. So this is my advice here. As someone who has gone to really just incredible lengths to pull off a fucking excuse, you said that you've used the I've been sick before excuse. Um, that's fine. That excuse never gets old. You just have to amplify it. For example, just a little story time and a little something you maybe didn't know about me. One time uh, I called sick out of work and I hit up every single shady person that I know in my phone book asking if they knew a doctor. I had someone bite. The doctor wrote me a slip for as many days as I wanted, which was really, really sweet of him. However, he decided what was going to be my diagnosis. And this random ass doctor decided that I was going to have MRSA, M-R-S-A. So this dude sends me a doctor's note. I'm not going to like go back to him and be like, um, excuse me, I know you're like saving lives and have patients. Like, can you just write me a better one? No, I had to deal with the hand that had been dealt to me. So I like quickly Google what the fuck MRSA is. It is a flesh eating bacteria. When I went into work, my boss is so fucking psycho. She was the nosiest bitch ever grabs me. And she was like, oh my God, Sophia, is everything okay? I saw the doctor's note. That is so insane. Can you tell me what happened? I knew I needed like a fucking backstory. So I told her I cut myself while I was shaving and then it got infected and it turned into MRSA, a flesh eating bacteria. But because my boss is so fucking nosy, she asks me if she can see it. So then because I'm really good on my feet, I instantly told her that it was actually on my vagina, that I was shaving my bikini line and that's where it happened. And uh, if she was gonna ask me to show her that would be very inappropriate. And I would absolutely report her to the higher ups. So as long as you can get a doctor's note, either you ask all your friends if they know of a shady doctor or you fucking post it on your story. Hey, I need a doctor's note or you just show up to the doctor. I mean, I've done that before, which is really fucking sad, but I have. I mean, I've gone to the Instacare knowing damn well I was perfectly fine just so I could get that little slip. As long as you walk into Instacare like the day of New Year's Eve and you're like, no, I have a doctor's note, you're good to go or forge one. I mean, girl, they're like the easiest things to forge ever. If you have a doctor's note, it doesn't matter if it's pink eye, throwing up, fucking cancer, fucking a little cold. Like it doesn't matter what you have. If you have the doctor's note, you can't get in trouble. And absolutely, if you do decide to just like buck it up and go to work, make sure you're getting blackout at work. I mean, at least be sneaking shots or whatever, like, you know, in the kitchen. No doubt about that one. Make it like the funnest experience ever. And you could always just go with a death in the family. People usually won't ask to see a slip for that one. They'll just kind of let it go. And who cares if they, you know, assume you're lying? That's on them. They want to feel that way. Okay. So that's my advice. All right, next. Hey, Sophia, I enjoy the pod and the tips you provide. (laughs) Enjoy. 
Can we get like a, I don't know, better fucking verb like love, can't live without, obsessed. Okay, I am a 21-year-old man with a successful business, but I feel I have trouble meeting good, strong, and beautiful women like y'all. What would be your advice on where to meet these women? Thank you for your help and advice from a man looking for the right sleuth. Jesus, this dude is 21 with a successful business? Da fuck? Okay, congrats, my man. Um, This is the thing. You can find good, strong, beautiful women anywhere, my friend. You just got to open your eyes a little bit. I mean, you're saying a woman like myself, I can tell you where I was found. I was found on a dating app. And before that, I was found outside of a bar. I mean, you can find me on the fucking side of the road. Let's be honest. I'm wondering if this really comes down to you being a little bit picky. Because, A, you're 21. So, like, what what are you actually looking for? Because when I was 21, I was looking for whoever was going to provide me alcohol or sex or drugs or a good time or was kind of attractive. Like, I didn't really have, you know, a list of very high-end qualities that I needed. I mean, what are you looking for? I think that you either need to be less picky or you need to start going after girls that are a little bit older. Good, strong, beautiful women obviously exist at the age of 21. But if you're trying to kind of infer that you want a girl that has their shit together as much as you do at 21, that might be a little bit more difficult. Day older. Lucas would do it. You heard him earlier. And, you know, aside from that, don't put too much pressure on it at your age. You will fucking find her. She is there. You're just a little bit young and don't feel like at 21, you need to find, you know, the woman you're going to spend the rest of your life with, or even a girlfriend. She will come, I promise you. And she's going to come when you least expect it. Okay, next. Hey, Sophia, what would you do if one of your friends wouldn't follow you back? I know it's very superficial and I probably shouldn't care, but it bugs me. I have a big friend group and a guy who has like 15K followers wouldn't follow me back. We've only had one or two one-on-one conversations, but as a group, we meet up 24-7 and we all get along. Do you think I should bring it up or just let it go? It bugs me. Okay. Wow. I have, (laughs) this is a funny question. I have a few things to say about it. Number one is, I get that you hang out in this huge friend group 24-7. I'm a little bit more focused on the fact that you said you've had one or two one-on-one conversations. I want to know what these conversations were. Was it like he said, hey, can you hand me a beer? And you said yes. And he said, oh my God, thank you so much. You're so good at that. Because if that was a conversation... No, I don't think he needs to follow you back. If you've had one or two super deep or intellectual or bonding or just funny conversations that lasted more than five minutes, then yeah, I think you could expect to follow back. I also want to know how big the friend group is. I mean, what is it like fucking 20, 30 of you Project X style house parties? There's actually like a hundred people and you guys like 
all kind of hang out in one way or another every once in a while, then no, I don't think that makes it so that he should be following you back. However, this is how I always go about this shit. Because listen, I have hung out with the same people multiple times and have not followed them on social media. Not because I care about how many people I'm following. Not because like I look at the fucking ratio or like, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's, I just don't, it doesn't, I'm not thinking about that. Especially when I'm partying. I'm not like, Ooh, okay. Like, okay. Now, um, you just met Sam and you guys did have a conversation. You got to go follow him. And I get it. You went and followed him and you expected a follow back immediately. He probably just didn't notice. He probably like, didn't realize it was you. And if he did, that's no big deal. This is how I would handle a situation like this. I actually have blatantly without hesitation, without any form of embarrassment, like just Donald Trump style, I've asked someone to like follow me or follow me back. I'm just super upfront about it and super confident about it. I'll just say, oh, wait, do you follow me? You don't? Okay, I'm going to unfollow you. I would straight up say that. Obviously say it kind of laughy, kind of flirty, whatever, but just be upfront about it and just say, wait, let me see your phone. I just realized you're not following me. I will go ahead and take care of that for you. I will take that from your hands and I will do it for you manually. Thank you so much. Just be like funny and charming and like confident about it. And he's going to laugh and he's going to follow you right away. I'm sure it's just something he overlooked. If he fucking tries to come back with like a, no, I only follow, you know, a specific number of people or blah, blah, then sweetie pie, it should no longer bug you and you should just feel sad for the man. Okay, next. Hey girl, my friends with benefits only seems to want to have sex with me if I post a new picture or if he finds out I'm seeing someone else. Whenever I try to initiate sex, he always seems not interested. When I have tried talking to him about how it doesn't seem equal, he just said I always text him during a bad time and he's busy. I don't know what to do. Should I cut him or keep him around? He's a solid friends with benefits and doesn't get jealous, etc. Okay. Well, first of all, it sounds like he's not a solid friends with benefits because you can only fuck him on his time. So let's just clear that one up right away. This is a rare breed of man, I have to say, because I have dated dudes that are extremely busy, aka a hundred times busier than I am with maybe like more big boy jobs. I mean, at least in the past than I do. And they're still gonna fuck me three out of the five times, you know, that I reach out. Whether they're busy or not, a guy will like fucking, he'll make it happen. He will be like, babe, I'm busy, but I'll be there at 5 a.m. to get my dick sucked. This, this type of man that you're talking about is a rare breed, I have to say. Any man that doesn't seem interested when you initiate sex is a rare breed. But if he's only down to fuck you once you post a pic or you start seeing someone else, this sounds like two things, okay? The first thing, posting a pic and hearing from 
all the men you've ever met, hearing them all around the world, the men you forgot about, the ones you know about, they all fucking come a running. This is super common. Men have a roster. They forget you exist. I don't care if I sound harsh. It's true. And then bam, it just takes that one picture to be reminded. I mean, to this day, when I post a pic, I'll hear from like some fucking dude from five years ago. Plus, men are such fucking visual creatures that memory alone can't cut it. Like they need to see the face or the body for the light bulb to go off in their head. They're idiots. The second thing and the second vibe that I'm getting is this dude is a controlling, possessive ass bitch. He wants all the pussy, all of it, but he also needs to make sure that the pussy belongs to him and him only. And that is just not the way the world works. So the second he can feel you're moving on, he gets into his little like possessive mode and his little type A personality, very macho, masculine energy type thing. And he's like, oh, like my bitch is not going with another man. Like, let me remind that girl. It's probably also just fun for him. It's a game. He's playing a game. He's seeing, you know, how much he can get from you, how he can control the situation and make sure you don't go with other dudes. It's just a fucking game. And I think you already explained it to him. And if his response was, oh, it was a bad time and I'm so busy, just take note. I want to know how many fucking times you have tried to initiate and he has turned you down. Because if it's more than fucking three times, girlfriend, we need to find you a new friends with benefits. They are very, very easy to find. Any dating app, any bar, you will find plenty who will fuck on their time and your time. Great. Okay, next. Sophia, I cheated on my boyfriend and I didn't feel bad about it at all. I had been thinking of cheating on him for a while, but I always thought I would feel guilty after. But no, I feel like a woman now. I still got it. (laughs) Okay, girl. Anyways, I'm coming to you because I love my boyfriend. I feel so lost and I wish I could just start over. Love you. Uh, okay, girl, friend. So you're kind of sending me mixed signals right now because on the one hand, you don't feel guilty at all. But then on the other hand, you feel really lost and you love him and you wish you could start over. So I don't know exactly what you mean by start over. If you mean like start over as in you never cheated. Well, that's not obviously a possibility unless you have a time machine. We can hop in the DeLorean and go back to 19, whatever the fuck. But obviously we can't. So in order to move forward, you just need to accept the fact that you cheated. Don't tell him. I know I get in trouble every time I say that. I just don't think that the person you're in the relationship with needs to know those types of things, especially if it was going to be a one-time thing. However, if you feel lost because you cheated and you don't feel bad about it, so you're kind of fucking confused, you're like, wait, I love my boyfriend. So how is it that I'm capable of cheating on him and like not even feeling bad? That I can understand a little bit more. And I think that relationships and cheating are very, very complex. And 
I wouldn't feel too hung up on the fact that you cheated. I would think about it more in terms of, well, what do you want to do moving forward? Because if you think that you are going to continuously cheat on this dude, then I think you really need to take a step back and either have a conversation with him about, you know, maybe an open relationship, which I'm assuming he's not going to be down for, or maybe reevaluate the relationship you're in. Like, yeah, maybe you love him, but maybe he's not the right guy for you, right? Because you want to go out and like do these other things. I don't know what the extent of the cheating was. I don't know if it was just sex. I don't know if it was like a full, you know, affair that you had. If it was just sex, then I think you and your boyfriend need to, you know, spice shit up in the bedroom, maybe try a threesome or something. Or you just really need to figure out if this is the guy for you. And if you decide that the guy you're with is the dude for you, then you kind of, you got to knock off the cheating because it hurts people and he will eventually find out. And you obviously don't feel too bad about it when you do it. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you should feel bad. Okay. Judgment-free zone. You guys all know that, but that's probably not going to work out. So get really clear on your relationship with the dude you're with. Why did you cheat? Really think about it and then decide how you want to proceed. But just know, baby girl, it will all work out the way it's supposed to. And I don't judge you for cheating. And I think it's normal to feel lost, though, at this moment in time. And I wish I could tell you to start. You can start over. How about that? You said, I wish I could start over. Right here, right now is the time that you start over as a new person. You can never take back what you did, but that's, you know, you're not going to let that be a ball and chain your entire life. You got to move on. All right, guys. Wow. That was a long winded answer, but I love you guys so much. My brother is (laughs) amazing. As you guys saw, there is not going to be an episode next week. However, I am going to be posting up a fucking storm. Maybe I'll go Instagram live. I don't know what I'm going to do because I probably will get to a point where I'm bored as shit and I want to interact with you guys. So definitely check out my social media, Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the things, fucking Snapchat. I'm about to really dive into that one. And merch. There is so much cute Christmas merch. My mugshot on a mug. My Christmas sweater. Slew University stuff. Still available. It won't be for that much longer. So go check it out. And with that, I love you guys. Talk soon. 